0: This is the Koabui Show. Koabui Show. Co-A-Bui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Koabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, and online business. You could check out his blog site at www.koa-buy.com. Koa-buy.com. And now, your host, Mr. Koa
1: Bowie. Hey, Dornette. it's qua here. And in this podcast, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Brad Sugars. I've been chasing this guy for over a year and been following for a very long time. I've got uh, his books, been to his seminars and the man owns over a thousand businesses um, in about uh, 38 countries around the world. Um, And in this podcast, uh, we talk a lot about the coronavirus, uh, how to thrive through it and also uh, ways in which you could build up your business as well. Without further ado, here's uh, Brad Sugars. Thanks. So Brad Sugars, I really appreciate your time. You're a very hard man to catch.
0: I've been chasing you for about over a year, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you. You, you know, know this whole—it's amazing when you look at this whole uh, coronavirus thing. It's made me go back to work, and not because <laughs> I need the money, but mm. to, I just want to save every business that's out there because this is my fourth economic downturn, and. Uh I, I've been through this so many dang times, it feels like that it's like, okay, here's how you do it. This is what you do. And most people, you know, a lot of, especially like a lot of your listeners are younger and they haven't had a business, they, like they started after 08. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they haven't had to go through a downturn. So lucky them.
1: Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so, good to be here. Good to be with you, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah. appreciate you. And um, okay, so people, you know, they're struggling at the moment, they're in, um, lockdown and they got businesses, what's your advice to them? I know that you've got some training that you're helping people, you know, break out. Yeah. This. Look, so, I've,
0: I've done yeah. a bunch of webinars on this now. And if anyone wants them, they're all on my YouTube. So, and stuff, maybe you put them in the show notes as well. Yeah, definitely. But here's the, here's the interesting thing about it is that if you look at the economic cycling of, of any market. And so I started Action Coach back in 93 when Australia was in the middle of a, of a recession. Mm. Then you went through the, the sort of the, the dot com bubble, then the real estate bubble, and now the pandemic bubble. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to the health crisis with this, but I, I sort of, I'll speak a bit matter of factly about how this looks. But. It happened in some of those previous um, busts and they're all financial driven busts, if Mm. that makes sense. So this one's very different. This is not a financially driven bust. It's not, you know, uh, internet or, or, you know, junk bonds or or real estate. This one is a health crisis. Mm. And so what it's allowed us to understand about the market is that the market is going down Uh, immediately everyone knew that like there's Mm -hmm. no debate with the real estate with the 2008 everyone debated for months is this actually a a bust you know and Mm -hmm. some people even debated for more than a year is it a bust and this one we all know it's done like we're done we're we're off the boil now but here's the next thing that's different in that one in 08 and even in the internet bubble um, it was pretty much an all-hands bust Everyone lost money, like every uh, real estate went down across the board. So, everyone that owned real estate lost money, everyone that rented was in trouble, everyone that you know, uh, banks dried up money. Now, here's the Mm -hmm. thing with this one this is about a third, a third, a third. A third of businesses are fully shut down. Now, it's anywhere from 20 to 40 percent, depending upon the market. Us here in Vegas, we've got more shut down because the casinos Mm -hmm. are a big revenue generator for us. But most markets, about 20% of businesses are just actually fully shut down in this lockdown, meaning hairdressers and, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. And and then you've got about 30 to 50%, again, depending on the market, that are in pivot. They've found a way to go virtual, keep their head above water, not die. Uh, you know, they, they, they're trading through this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they've found a way because... You know that and that's an important distinction to remember and I'll come back to that mm. and then you've got about twenty to thirty percent a bit bigger in some markets of businesses that are literally booming right now mm. they are doing such massive numbers that no one's ever seen you know when you look at McDonald's and amazon and 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 chick-fil-A and all mm-hmm. of these companies that are just like I'm talking to one of my clients at Action Coach uh, the other day. This guy's in the conveyor belt business. His business is racing right now. There ain't no FedEx or UPS or Amazon dis- uh, facility that wants to have their conveyor belts go down. Like that's mm-hmm. that would be crushing for them. Uh, another of my clients that's uh, in the model train business. They. Uh annihilated with new business. Wow. Another client, these One guys pivoted. This is phenomenal. <laughs> well, see, people are at home. So what are they going to do at home? They're going to yeah. do something.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So these guys are getting all the people that that's their hobby. You know, then yeah. you look at the gym, all the gyms are shut, but mm. every company selling fitness equipment that's is true. in boom. Mm, mm. So you go look at this and understand that a third of the market is in absolute boom. Yeah, About a third, and again, it it varies. It's not exact, but about a third are in pivot and staying alive. And about a third are in full shutdown. Now, here's the difference. Depending on the market, and here in the US, obviously, anyone that's in full shutdown is getting a full bailout.
1: Mm. That's true. Government's
0: paying for all your stuff. Good luck.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, uh, you got a couple of airlines today. One of the airlines got six bill, uh, actually two of them got six bill, one of them got five and a half bill. It's going to cover their losses. They're still sh- they're still running all the cargo right now, all them cargo. People saying, oh, there's too many flights in the air in the U.S. They're not here with people. They're just cargo flights. They're just mm-hmm. shipping stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you start seeing it. So. Whilst the fall of the economy, because remember, we had this massive boom from 2012 to 2020, we're in the biggest boom in the history of my lifetime. The previous boom was a shorter boom that was from sort of 2000 to 2008. Yep, this thing, highest Dow ever, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Well, the Dow came, let like me dove in, bought every single thing we could. I had mm. McDonald's by William Hill, yeah, just. You know, Within a week, I made 30 20 and 30 points on my money, and it's like this is crazy. And so, I'm out in cash, and then I'm back in again, and then i short, and then I'm back, you know. So, I'm just in and out, like, I'm not, yeah, yeah. there's no holding stuff right now. It's like in and out because some days we're up, some days we're down. Depends on, you know, when Disney furloughed all of their stuff at Disney, Florida, I'm mm. like to all my boys, Monday is a crash, guys, Monday's <laughs> down, we're going down two, three points. And Everyone's like, all right, let's get on this. So we shorted the Dow, and hey, presto, we all made a bit of money. Nice, nice. But so this, this fall is going to be about 90 to 180 days. I've told every client of mine worldwide, you need a 90 day hunker down survive plan. You need 90 days of survival. Mm. In this period, you got to come out of it though. No, you want, when they announce reopenings, and they're going to do it, it's not like they're going to keep us locked down. The pressure to reopen is too strong right now mayors governors uh, uh, presidents prime ministers they're getting pressure like nothing before to reopen and start reopening and sweden's doing their thing now last night i was on the phone to my partner in germany germany's coming and they're reopening and i'm looking at how germany's reopening and i'm sure america's studying that as well japan i was on the phone to japan mm. men's telling me how they're reopening and it's okay. like everyone's watching this stuff and China's reopening and China running an app where you know you're green yellow or you're red you yeah. with corona or not with corona and having that in Australia
1: now it. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah look everyone's looking to do it type thing and it's it's one of those interesting uh big brother things It's like uh,
1: do you believe in that type of stuff the uh, conspiracy where the government is trying to have more control over you what do you think
0: Buddy, if you believe there isn't a conspiracy, I think you're crazy. (laughs) The NSA listens the NSA's listening to our phone call right now and and they're marking up on how many words you say. So, you know, I mean look, the the reality is every single phone conversation's Mm -hmm. every every single phone conversation is listened to. You know, here's here's your iPhone, right? What did (laughs) they say? They went to they went to Apple and said, Hey, we need everyone's fingerprint. Great we got everyone's fingerprint hey we need yep. everybody's facial recognition great we got that yep. anyone yep. who thinks they don't have all that's crazy i i so i'm not really caring okay. big brother's already watching every okay. damn thing there is so. okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> um, i i don't i don't worry about any of that stuff i just get okay. on with it stay focused um, on the business okay so yeah here we are in a 90 day survival mode Mm -hmm. The the winter, the economic fall of 2008 was a year to year and a half, right? It Mm -hmm. kept dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping because it was real estate driven and it was across the board. In this case, we've got the stock market dip 30% and then everyone went, hang on, all these companies are doing amazingly well and hang Mm -hmm. on, these guys are going to get a bailout. The U.S. has already done two trillion. I believe they'll double down on that and put four trillion. And then I believe what I'm hearing out of Congress is that the infrastructure bill, another two trillion, will come later mm. to reignite. See, Trump is not letting us go into November with a negative economy. Trump has got us reopened by then. There's a 100% chance that that's what, he, you know, that's what he's driving for. Mm-hmm. They just announced $431 million today being invested into one particular company that has a vaccine that's very positive at this point in time. So okay. you know, they're moving at a rapid, rapid rate of knots. Mm-hmm. So the economic mm-hmm. winter is going to be shorter than the 2008 one. See, 2008 took a year and a half to drop, a year mm-hmm. to a year and a half to drop. But then it took a year to two to three years for us to get our heads around the fact that we we're in an economic winter, that we were in, oh. in that period. And money tightened. See, this time money's not tightening. The governments are giving money left, right, and center. The U.S. Everyone's just getting their twelve hundred bucks and their five hundred bucks a kid. People are getting. Anyone that went on the the bets here in the U.S. If you went on uh, welfare right here, Mm -hmm. about half of America got a pay rise by going on welfare. Because they just doubled it for the three months, right? Mm. So all these people that were under forty odd grand a year in income, they just they just got a pay rise. Yeah, yeah. By going on 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 that. So okay, and they got the stimulus check and they got the kid bonus. So. You know, it's, so so it's you, do you think
1: that's motivating them to not be as proactive anymore because they're getting these stimulus checks and they're not really. Oh, working I think as in, hard. in
0: any think market that so? you got the pro you got the proactive and the reactive people in any market. Okay, they getting that money. Um, all that money is doing is making sure rents get paid and things like okay. that. That's what that money is doing. But we're still going to have, like here in Vegas, delinquencies are usually by April twelfth. Delinquencies are usually around eight percent. We're now at about 17% delinquencies on rent. U.S. Mm. wide, it's usually around 5 5.5%. Five it's now at 10%. So mm, mm, mm. 5% more people not paying their rents right now. Um, 5 to 10%, depending on the market, they're not paying their rents right now. And mm. we, we'll see that. But then you got banks. I mean, literally every bank in the U.S. that's a big bank is offering three months mortgage relief. You don't have to pay your mortgage for three months. If yeah, you
1: yeah. In Australia, you can, you can pause the... Uh, uh, just give a, give the bank a call and they'll pause it for yep. about six months. Yeah. So yeah, yeah here so, it's yeah. up
0: to six months. You can do three months clicking a button. If you want six, you got talk to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dang, every investor in the country should be taking that three months of of mortgage relief. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah definitely. That makes sense.
1: Mm. But
0: you know, I believe economic spring will come pretty fast and we'll okay. be back in because this is not a financial collapse. Everyone's got to remember that. This is a, a health collapse. It wasn't that there was a fundamental financial problem that caused this. There was a, a human health problem that caused this. So mm. we've got to keep that in mind when we go through this. And, and again, those businesses that were shut down, they will come back. It's a question of, it's not a matter of, of if, it's a matter of when.
1: Mm. Definitely. I think um, I, I love I love your books. Um, I've got your book here, instant promotions, and I've also got the other oh, one. Fantastic! Yeah, love it, love it. I love the uh, you know your. You got to get
0: all seventeen, buddy. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sitting there. Uh, none I... of this. I got two of them. Seventeen. <laughs> I want to see you with all of them. I've, I've, I've,
1: I've been following you for years. I know the business cha- uh, chassis right. You've got the uh, the leads conversion right. I love that. You know the analogy that you've got there. Yeah, the that was my
0: first ever book. First ever book, instant yeah. cash for the. Le- yeah,
1: um, amazing.
0: You
1: get my latest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got the original just, cover one.
0: This was my latest uh, bestseller, "The Pulling Pulling oh, Profits wow. Out of a Hat." That's, I have not uh, seen uh, that one. I got to get that one. My uh, yeah. customers—that's the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote that one because I, we studied a lot of our clients who had massive growth, and we sat okay. down and said, "What is the mass? What's the difference between massive growth companies and and okay growth companies?" And um, yeah, that was what yeah. that one was.
1: Yep, yep, yep. So, in this market, um, obviously, we have to generate more leads, more lead generation, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, we have to get more creative, right? So, you recommend, obviously, is there an opportunity to, to advertise more in advertising because it's a lot cheaper now? Or, like, what, what, what's your thoughts on there to generate more leads for business?
0: Well, interesting. Facebook advertise. Yeah, interesting enough. Facebook advertising has gone up because everyone's trying to work, and I got to do that. So your cost per click right now is actually up. I know our cost mm. per click. I just actually read a report from one of my click funnel managers, and it went from a dollar sixty-two to two dollars nineteen a click. Yeah, it's going it's on like, quite a bit. Dang, yeah, yeah, dang. but. That's what's happening. Facebook's, see, how much how much money you reckon Facebook's making out of this whole thing? Oh, how much me... you reckon Google's going to make out of this whole thing? Yeah, how much yeah. is every trucking company making right now? Mm, my mm-hmm. commercial cleaning business, which is based in Australia, it's crushing it right now doing sanitizing and, and full disinfecting cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is the thing. There's so many opportunities. And this is where the mindset, if your mindset is, oh my God, we're dead. Everything's ending. The world's over. Then you're crazy. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest wealth shift in the last 10 years. The biggest shift in wealth is happening right now. Remember back, here's a question for you. What two companies that went massive and viral global were invented after the last crash? Airbnb and Uber.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't, um, like they yeah, were invented. A yeah,
0: yeah. This is the whole thing. Recession is when the most creative thinking actually gets a shot. Because it's like, I know some of my team... Uh, and and they, they're kind of mad at me because they, they, <laughs> they had these stupid dumb ideas back a year or two, three years ago and there were stupid and dumb ideas back then. So we never did it. Now we're running with it and it's making oh, us money. Damn it. It's like, yeah, boss, you should have done that two years ago. I know, I know. I know.
1: Yeah, I, I like what you said about um, you can't build a great business without great people. You need great mm-hmm. people to build a great business. And yeah, you, you were influenced by Jim Rohn as well um, when you were growing up as well. And um, 16
0: years old, I got to meet him.
1: 16 the man. years old, yep, yep, yep. And you went to a seminar, right? You went to a seminar
0: and. Brisbane City Town Hall, Brisbane, Brisbane Australia. City.
1: Yep, yep, yep. You still listen to Jim Rohn,
0: by the way? You know, every now and again, I pull yep, out yep. an old Jim Rohn. I've got him on yep. my swimming headphones at the moment. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah, He's when I swim, with... I've, uh, I swim and listen to Jim. Yep. Actually, I'm listening to both Jim Rohn, two old classics on my thing. Jim what Rohn and uh, Reverend Ike, Dr. Frederick Ike-Karen Connor. Oh, Frederick uh, Ike, yeah. I think Reverend Ike, He's uh, he one of the best of the best about loving money and being okay yep. with money and, you know, for... A, you know for a kid that went to sunday school and had yeah. to learn that money was evil it was great to listen to reverend ike tell me the exact
1: numbers mm. and you also said that i think um jim Rohn, he was roaring in the in the 80s wasn't he he was on fire mm. wasn't he he was yeah he, he had a lot of great content and everything and then um something happened or something like he was still very good but i
0: think yeah look he was great he's always been phenomenal so this Mm. is this is the thing i sit back and i look at what jim taught and he was one of the greatest business philosophers Mm. there ever Mm. was and took that philosophy but going back to your point on people listen the job of a business owner is to build their people the people then see how you take care of your people determines how well they take care of your customer and how Mm. well you take how well you take care of your customer determines how well they take care of the business so your job is build the people. If you build the people, they build the business. And mm-hmm. it's no more complex than that. But if you don't build the people, they're not going to build the business. So mm-hmm. People can only perform to their level of training. So if you've never trained them to be, to be great, then don't expect them to do great.
1: Mm-hmm. The, I, I look at you as someone who's slayed the dragon because business is one of the toughest <laughs> things, right? You know, that you can overcome. It's just mental frustration, even though it's really simple to you. You, see, you formulate it into your business chassis, right? So I'm curious about the frustration part of it, the mindset behind a successful entrepreneur. How, what, what is your, what is your routine or how do you overcome those type of things when you're going through a challenge like, like
0: today? Yeah, see, it's very different today. I mean, look, in, in, days when i actually worked and ran businesses and ran my companies it was different today there's nine companies before COVID, i worked my usual two days a week tuesdays and thursdays nine <laughs> till three you're working still well, um, incredible yeah yeah i still i still coach all of my ceos of my companies mm-hmm. so all the ceos are the people i coach i don't coach uh, any clients because now action coach has more than a thousand offices around the world yeah. in just under 80 countries and and so you know we we sit i i don't do that stuff anymore but i work with my ceos and i coach them and and make sure and some of them i coach weekly but most of them i coach once a month and then on the other day of the week i do interviews i do podcasts or webinars or that sort of thing cuz i used to go out and travel the world and do free seminars and do all that sort of stuff and now yeah. I don't need to do that anymore. Now I can work from my my desk here at home, and hey presto! And that's why people are saying, "Oh, how are you adjusting to working from home?" I always have. I've, I've never had to adjust. It's a thing that I've done forever. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, you know, ultimately, the the goal of any business is to build a business that works, so you don't have to. That's the ultimate goal. The goal is to build a saleable asset, and uh, that's why we teach how to build a commercial profitable enterprise that works without you. If, if mm-hmm. you have to go to work, you work for a crazy person. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's the gradualness of business. That took me quite a while to learn that. But mm-hmm. nowadays I, I, I see what I, cause this is the greatest thing about business. Your knowledge is always going to be there. Whatever you learn, if you learn sales in one business, you still understand sales. It doesn't matter what company you're in. You still got the idea of sales. Transferable, um, yeah. you know, marketing, once you learn marketing, it's for every business. Once you learn management, leadership, uh, systemization, those skills are applicable to any business out there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning I used to buy broken companies and fix them. And nowadays what I do is I find great little companies that are in like one city and I spread them across the world or across the state or across the country it's sort of mm-hmm. I feel like that movie about Ray Kroc was also about me it's what I do it's, you know building yeah. across the world
1: you're so passionate about um, building businesses and you, you formulated the the system in how to franchise things I think I saw you interviewing yeah. um, oh, you're being interviewed by Grant Cardone you are teaching him how to you know, franchise yeah. his 10 X. As, as
0: I would say to Grant, if he's, if he's at all teachable, that's the question. Like, I don't know He started. Enough, right? at teachable. So, you know, <laughs> love the guy, but teachability is not high. Not said high.
1: in Nigeria, maybe expand in Nigeria because yeah, I think there's yeah. opportunity, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: But there is, this is the thing, you know, one of the craziest things about a, a, any business person is they see their country as the only country they do business in. They're not mm-hmm. open to it. And I, any business that uh, says they're doing great, I say, okay, fantastic. What's your strategy to open in India? Mm. And they look at me funny and say, we don't have a strategy to open in India. Okay, mm. well, then in 20 years, you're going to be in trouble because you break the world down. The Americas are a billion people. Mm. Uh, Africa's a billion people. Europe's a billion people. Asia's four billion. Mm. You know, that's, that's now. Now, if while well, the Chinese economy starts moving and the Indian economy starts moving and, and all of these things start happening, you 've got Indonesian economy you 've got all of these massive, massive population bases they 're moving from poverty into middle class. What does that mean? It means that there's, this is the reason why steel companies and the owners of the Tatas the, you know the infrastructure build in India right now is massive you know this is and, and this is a country where more than half the population is in the millennial generation and below. Mm. So you sit there and you start thinking, Holy heck, where's India going to be in 20 years time. And if you mm. don't have a strategy to dominate in India now, mm. you're going to be behind the eight ball. I know, mm. you know, I was literally on a webinar to India was it last night, night before last, you know, a couple of thousand people that, that wanted to learn all these things. So mm. you gotta, you gotta sit down and you gotta start thinking about business globally and, that that to me is one of the biggest things that I see in front of a lot of businesses that don't think global.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you said um, by 2030, I think India will be could be the next superpower, right? Because yeah. yeah, millennials. Financial superpower, yeah, yeah. yeah. Financial superpower, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, um, okay. How about uh, another question is, let's say you were to go into a time machine, go back, press a button, go back to your younger self, or what would you say to your younger self?
0: Ooh, dang, hurry um,
1: up. Hurry up.
0: Hurry up. Go faster. Wow. Go faster. Yeah, because see, when I was young, I'll tell you the two stupid You started I at 16, though. Young. Yeah. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. I believed in, you hear all of these uh, millennial coaches out there telling everyone, you know, you got to hustle and grind, yeah, which is yeah. the dumbest shit ever. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dumbest <laughs> stuff ever. Um, hustle and grind just covers up problems in your business. And I did that in the beginning. I thought in the beginning, in my head, that it was a badge of honor for me to bootstrap my way through this, for me to be working 12, 16-hour days. Like this is a badge of honor. Mm. Reality was that it, all it did was cover up all of the problems in my business. By me working that hard, I covered them up and I I didn't realize I had bad marketing and didn't realize that my sales strategy wasn't correct, and didn't realize my pricing policy was in out of line with where it should have been. So Mm. You know, a lot of those things that just had to change. Um, and and now they do, you know, and now we're different. Now we do it a different way. And so I would say that was the first thing I should have taken on capital and expanded faster in that way.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Um, and the other thing was, uh, you know, I, I do say move faster. I doubted myself when I was younger. There was a lot of things where, oh, I don't think I should do that. Maybe I'm not ready for that. Maybe I'm not. No, I should have just gone for it. Should have just gone for it. Just faster. go for it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that's mm. any, any young person in business that's, that's holding back. It's like, come on, hurry up. Mm. Hurry it up. Mm. The world's not waiting for you. You know, get going, go faster. Set a much, much bigger goal, I think would be the other thing. Set a much, much bigger goal.
1: Mm. I think, um, yeah, going, to that point about going faster, I think you said in another podcast about trial and error, try and avoid trial and error, right? Because it just takes up too much energy, too much time. Find a coach, find someone who's already done it, and then just apply it, right? There amazing, you go. isn't it? There amazing, amazing. Now, if, someone,
0: <laughs> if I can find someone who can tell me how to do it now, and back then also, I think I employed the wrong people. I employed people that I could coach and mentor and help. Nowadays, mm. if they're not overqualified, I don't hire them. Yeah. What? You've already run a $200 million business in this industry? Great, you can run mine. You know, if if I'm doing ten million and I employ a guy or a gal that's already done two hundred million, they know how to get there.
1: Mm, Okay. So, speaking on that, how can people get in contact with Action Coach then?
0: Uh, Actioncoach.com. You can find me on any uh, social media, LinkedIn, Face. I'm on there every day, basically, especially during this thing because. Um, They can jump on my YouTube channel as well, uh, bradsugars.com. Listen, you'll find me everywhere other than than Pinterest. (laughs) Other than Pinterest, I'm not a crafty kind of person. You know, it's like you're not going to find me on TikTok singing songs. No,
1: you're not not that active on YouTube, but look at what you're building around you.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I... So, these are the things my kids are great on TikTok, not me.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. Hopefully, we can see you dancing soon. Maybe, or who knows? Eh, not,
0: not really the thing, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, I just want every business person to know that right now you got to make change, you got to shift, you got to shift your marketing, you got to shift your sales, you got to shift your strategy of delivery. Mm. The world is different as we go forward. We're moving to contactless simple things like if you, you know, in our restaurant, we're moving our restaurant that everyone, when they come in the door, they you know, it's very clear. Oh, if you download our app, uh, our our menu is on the app. Or if you click to our website, the menu's right there on the website. Because people don't want to touch menus. Your doors to your restaurant, you have to move all doors to uh, automated doors because people don't want to be touching doors. You got to move bathrooms. How do you get in and out of the bathroom? People don't want to be touching the door. They want to be able to walk in and out. Like there's so many things going to shift because of this mm. offices. Like I'm looking at our our commercial real estate and saying, okay, should we sell some of these buildings because people aren't going to want to be working in offices anymore? People have tested viral and now they love it. Mm. You know, uh, it's it's when we're building homes now, you got to build a home office into a home now. If you're building apartments, there's got to be a space for a home office because people are going to want to work from home. You know, air conditioning. Oh my God, the opportunity in air conditioning right now. In New York, one of their biggest problems is. The entire building's air conditioning is on one system. So the air went from one house to one apartment to the next apartment to the next apartment to the next apartment. The next apartment. So, mm, mm, mm. damn, buddy, there's so many opportunities coming up through this thing. Not to be insensitive to the market, but to just understand that we got to come through this thing stronger than we went into it.
1: Mm, I think a lot of business owners, they being more creative these days and they come out with different type of opportunities that they never would have seen before. For example, I was talking to a, um, uh, one of my clients, uh, she owns a, a gym. And obviously, with the whole lockdown, there's no more people going to their premise. So then they wanted to create some sort of live streaming of their workouts. So therefore, they learned how to create some sort of, you know, streaming software. And therefore, it's integrated into their business now. And that never would have happened without the whole, you know, coronavirus
0: it's it's leapfrogging 10, 20 years of development for a lot of people.
1: Mm, 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 mm. So, so yeah, so just keep an eye out and uh, just keep on innovating and yep.
0: Keep innovating, keep uh, doing it. Um, uh, can you make sure, buddy, that we give the 10-day course that I've yep. done for everybody on how to survive and thrive coronavirus? Yeah, make 100%. Make sure they get the link yeah. to that. because. Mm me it's really important that every business owner survives so i'm giving away everything for free in that training course i literally filmed mm. it here in my home office just to to get the information to people and get them learning
1: yep yep what's the link to that one by the way
0: uh i'll, I'll get oh yeah, team to send it to it, yeah, you, yeah so yeah. you'll put it in the show notes i'll
1: put it i'll put it on the show notes on the, on the video and everything so too easy.
0: It's, you know, it's one of those things that we here as business people need to make certain that we're supporting each other, that we're all mm. growing together. And that, that to me is one of the big aspects of, of what's happening out there in the marketplace.
1: Mm-mm, definitely. Awesome. Okay. Brad Sugars. Buddy, pre- thank yes? you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for everything you're doing to help educate people out there. I really appreciate what you're doing.
1: No worries. Thanks a lot for that, Brad. Appreciate your time and, uh, hope, you know, wish you all the best on future endeavors and take care, mate. Thanks, buddy. All right. See you, mate. Bye.